0: Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm
1: Margot Moss.
0: We're here at Ted's Frost Top on Claiborne and Calhoun in uptown New Orleans. Once a week, Margo and I meet here at Ted's and we invite a member of New Orleans restaurant and food community to join us. And we invite them to bring along a friend, a plus one. We never know who that's going to be, and we'll find out the mystery in a moment. But we do know who our regular guest is. Our special guest today is, is Leora Madden of Pearl Wine Company. And I know you know this, Margot. This is unlike any other wine shop I've ever heard of, and maybe you have too. So I can't wait to talk to her about this. It really sounds like a really special place. But before she gets here, uh, did you have any great food experiences?
1: Um, well, I had a food experience that I thought was great, but it might be sacrilegious to, we've never talked about a chain on this show. All right. Well, I already disagree with you then. Okay. But go
0: ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was in a rush tonight and oh, no. my husband picked like up from, um, Payway on Carrollton, the, the new Payway. Payway okay you've never heard of it so you can't bash it
0: i can't bash it but it's a chain i hate it
1: it's a uh it's the fast food version of pf chang's
0: interesting okay
1: and it was actually very good and it was on the fly and it was quick and delicious i had the korean barbecue beef in lettuce wraps okay so I just want to tell you, I don't doubt
0: that it was good. It's just that you've destroyed our culture now by doing that. That's you got to make a donation by supporting. Yeah, you got to go make a donation to their competitor, whatever local thing is near there.
1: We don't have any. Well,
0: you got to have a Chinese fast restaurant food,
1: Chinese food. I do have one. I like over there. I love that the, one. Um, that you
0: took me to, yeah,
1: in with, the, with the donuts. What's and What's that called? Red Dragon. Yes, yeah, that place is great. It was very good. Okay.
0: okay. Oh, we made up for it. So what we plugged about somebody you? else. Um I, I ate lots and lots and lots of food, and so I don't know where to begin, but I, my, I guess my last one was I ate it at, um at the new pie and noodle place. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: already open. yeah, it's open the sec- okay. I went
0: the second night I didn't go the first night and um, but I wanted to wait a week. I tried to wait a week, but I couldn't. It was just too much. It was so wonderful and I'm glad I went and um, what did you have? I had the well i had I spent I had a lot of things, but I had the matador was the thing that was most noteworthy I thought. It was like a pha that was like in a ramen instead of like those rice noodles or whatever. And it was um, rare beef. And it was just so tasty and really interesting. Everything was interesting. You know, it's uh, Dante, Dante's kitchen. It's the same people. Iman. It's Iman. Right, exactly. What
1: is his last name?
0: Oh, I forget. His, okay. his, his mother is my next door neighbor. All right, well, we're going to have to
1: have him on the show.
0: Yes. Oh, we got to have him on the show. Yeah. I wanted to ask him last night, but he looked very busy. Did
1: you have a pie?
0: I had a little pie, we'll, too. I, let's get to our
1: very guests. Very good. But I, uh, yeah. what, what pie?
0: Uh, it was like a chocolate kind of pie, it was great. Yeah. And I had the nola pie guy this week too, and I had the uh, food drunk truck, and I had Food drunk? Food drunk, which is amazing. All all the uh, dishes are uh, inspired by alcohol drinks, um, yeah, it was great. And then, um, I also went to the new McClure's barbecue, which I thought was very good too. Yeah. Went to lots of new places.
1: All right. Well, speaking... But but
0: it's not about that. It's our guest. Yes.
1: Hello, Hello. Welcome. thank you Liora for coming to join us. Thank you for having me. Now I have a lot of questions for you, but the first mm-hmm. one is why and when did you get into the wine business
2: Okay. Here? I got into the wine business on March 12th when I bought the former cork and bottle. Um, and the why is, is kind of interesting. At the age of 14, I went to my first winery. My mom and and dad took me. Um, It was a winery in Sonoma. And I remember being really mesmerized by the barrels and the smells and the whole process. And um, don't tell anybody, but they let me taste wine. (laughs) Just a little, one sip. Um, And so my mom always encouraged me to learn about wine. And at the age of 21, I went to Italy for the first time. And... I was in the um, Tuscan region and really got into uh, Italian wines for a while. But that same year, I moved to California and spent a good seven years out there. And when I came back to New Orleans in 2007, I was really disappointed with our wine selection. Hmm. So I would go back to California every year to buy wine. And I know that personally, that's so... Just personally yes, for Yes, personally your for my personal Like how much collection. wine? A lot. (laughs) Like like
0: how much? Like boxes and boxes of wine? Oh, yeah. Really? Boxes. Like give me a ballpark figure, you think. So you're flying back once a year for the specific purpose of getting wine. And how many bottles you bring back? You would go to
2: wineries and taste the wine? Yes, I would go to wineries, I would visit wineries, and I would taste the wine, and I would have it shipped back here to New Orleans. And sometimes I could, you know, some wineries can't ship to certain states. Right. So I would have wine shipped to Chicago... And then have um, someone fly it down here on a plane. That's Personally. hardcore. That's passion. Yeah. That is hardcore. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we're talking like 100 bottles of wine you do this way? I mean, how many, how many bottles of wine are you buying every year in California? Um,
2: it's hard to say. I mean, now I'm buying hundreds oh, every yeah. week. <laughs> 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 but um, when it was just my personal collection, I was probably buying at least... 12 bottles in a case. So, I was probably buying 30 cases.
0: Golly. Yeah. That's like 6 bottles a week you're <laughs> drinking <laughs> if that has to last you a year. Well, and that's <laughs> not counting what you're buying locally.
2: Right. But A I bottle a
0: day. You have a drinking problem, no, don't you? No, I definitely don't. You need don't. to talk about it. No,
2: I definitely don't. <laughs> 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 I mean, I do now that I own a store. I mean, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But um it a lot of that stuff I still have in my personal collection. You know, because there's a lot of things you want to hang on to. and Save um, for special yeah. occasions. Yeah, or, um, save for special occasions. Save because it's not distributed in the state, you know. So you want to save it, you know, for a, you know, a, the day that you think, oh, I want this wine. And you go ahead and drink it. So, wow. um, So in 2009, I went to Chicago Wine School for fun. Um, and within two weeks, I knew that I wanted to make a career change. What were you doing uh, previously to that? I was in career higher career. education publishing. Higher education publishing, like textbooks? Textbooks, yeah. The college textbooks? Yes. So ah. Wow calling on you know professors and helping students and bookstores with oh so
0: you're on the road though to do that aren't you oh that's great so you can pick up wines as you go too huh yeah definitely
2: and i did you know uh, uh, when i had time Um, but since 2009 i've been looking for a place to do wine and i finally found it earlier this year obviously so tell everyone where you're located okay um it's Pearl Wine Company at 3700 Orleans Avenue, which is that huge American Can building, yeah. um, which is an apartment complex right now, and um, eight commercial spaces on the on the bottom. So I occupy two of the spaces. Um, we're right next to PJ's, and it's Pearl Wine Bar and Pearl Wine Company, and so. We're the only place in the city and one of the only places in the entire country that has a full wine store. We also serve, sell uh, beer and liquor, but then we have a full bar, a full cocktail bar. We serve wines by the glass, um, specialty cocktails, craft cocktails. I have a mixologist and sommelier on staff who, does, oh. who runs the bar. Um, and she also does food on Thursdays. And um, we have a lot of craft beer as well that, you know, limited release, um, you know, things that you can't find everywhere. So um, it's quite an outfit. It's almost 4,000 square feet. So it's rather large. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's like fit. two
0: double shotgun houses. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. 4,000 square
1: feet. Yeah. yeah,
2: it is. It is.
1: Now, I, uh, I went. You uh, did? Uh, about a week and a half ago, oh. and I, I've gone twice. I went to buy a gift. Mm-hmm. Margot also has uh, a drinking
0: problem, like you. Yeah, I yeah, actually I'm I don't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Margot. you knowledgeable in good about wine, <laughs> so denial is really one of the
0: first symptoms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I I went in because I wanted to buy a gift, mm-hmm. and it was not you who helped me, but I have to say, the woman was lovely because. I don't know anything about wines mm-hmm. and i i wanted and i wanted a port because mm-hmm. i thought that was a little unusual as a welcome to new orleans gift and um so she was great and mm-hmm. and really really helped made the experience very easy and pleasant i because okay. sometimes you go into a wine store and if you don't know anything you feel intimidated like they're gonna you know i'm wasting their time or yeah
2: you know, and I definitely, them. that's exactly what I don't want. Um, you know, these are the shirts that we typically wear. It's a V-neck black T-shirt. Um, I want wine to be approachable, um, and I want it to be comfortable. I think that generally speaking and historically speaking, New Orleans has focused greatly on French wine. And it's, it's intimidating people. They don't know how to read the labels. Even Italian wines are hard to read because everything is... Um, labeled by appellation rather than grape, which is what we're used to in the US. And so there's kind of been a divide but you're, you know, I'm really well, let me back up. Since I got back home in 2007, I've really seen um, a shift and more people are getting into California wines. And so um, I think that California is a fantastic bridge for people who are intimidated to be able to you know, buy bottles or labels that they understand. Um, but it's also a, a common misconception that you can't get a good California wine for the price that, you know, you can get a good European wine. And that's just not true. And so I'm I'm setting out to, you know, break down those barriers and show people that it's not, it, it doesn't have to be intimidating. And you can still buy a good $12 bottle of wine from California and it not be offensive.
1: Hmm. Okay. Now, if I, so if I came to you and said, I don't know the first thing about wine, but I, I would like to start, I would like to buy a bottle mm-hmm. to, to start a collection or to, to experience a good solid wine you know like have a good pleasant experience what would what would you ask me or what would you say to me to to help me besides you know uh about uh the california wine being easy to read the accessible or yeah what would
2: what would that look like so we do have people come in all the time who they'll say i don't know anything about wine i just want to try it or i just want to Buy a bottle. I've only had it, you know, once before at you know somebody's house. Um, what I would do is I would say, okay, well, what do you typically like to drink? Do you, is there are there other alcohols that you like to drink? Um, do you drink beer? Do you drink liquor? What kinds of what kind of food do you typically eat? And that's going to tell me a lot about their palate and and really what they would like. And so I'll take them through the shelves and. You know really talk them through it um and and teach them as we walk through the shelves and and kind of get a gauge of you know what it is that they really want and what Mm -hmm. it is that they're really really gonna like and i mean it's been since march but i haven't had anyone my policy is if you don't like it bring it back and we'll swap it out for something else i mean no questions asked. how many people take you up on that Just a few, actually. I mean, most people are like, oh, I'll drink it anyway. Don't worry, you know. But um, it's actually, you know, maybe one bottle a month, maybe, Um, but very rarely.
0: Anybody ever do it with a really expensive bottle?
2: No, no, definitely not. That seems like
0: that would be really obnoxious.
2: Well, yeah, but I wouldn't turn them down. Right. You know, I definitely wouldn't turn them down. I mean, I think it's important, you know, in terms of my philosophy that if I don't want it to be intimidating. I, I don't want people to feel like they're taking a risk by buying a bottle of wine. So many times in the store, it, you know, I, if I have the time, I'm going to taste you on something, you know, it, to figure out your palate. Mm-hmm. And so going back to if it was someone who didn't know anything about wine, I would start tasting them on things like if they like sweet stuff if they like spicy stuff I would start grabbing things from our bar um and doing a little pour for them to taste and I I mean I do it every day but I mean that's really how you get you know how you get to it and we we do our free tastings every Thursday and Friday but sometimes that's even intimidating to people so they'd rather be one-on-one you know and and just you know, not being embarrassed, because uh-huh. um, some people are even intimidated by the free tastings. So we encourage them not to be. So you do a few some fun
1: things that mm-hmm. aren't just tastings. Can can you uh, share with us yeah. some of the special events you do? Absolutely at, at Pearl.
2: So I'll give you our weekly schedule. Okay. Our weekly schedule is on Mondays from five to nine p.m. We have manis and martinis. Hmm. And what that is, is you get a manicure (laughs) in the store with a drink from the bar for $20. So we have, you know. That's wonderful. And do men get
0: manicures too? Yes. Wow. We do
2: have men that come huh. in. Okay, now can did you, you get that, Ray? Would you be able to? I've do that? never had a manicure.
0: I, one time I went for a pedicure with my wife, and I chickened out when I got there. I was just like, "This is too weird. I can't."
2: A manicure and a martini. Yeah, no. it can mean? be a martini. It can be a glass of wine. It can be a for specialty $20. cocktail. Yep, it can That's be any drink you want. It can be a beer. Now, where'd you
0: get that idea? You're the first one to ever do that. Or did you copy from somebody?
2: I know that there's other. So after I came up with the idea, I, I did look it up. And there are other people around the country who are doing it, but there's no one else in New Orleans doing it.
0: Never heard of it. That no. sounds great. Yeah,
2: no one else in New okay, Orleans. Okay, so that's
1: what you're missing tonight to join us. Yes. It's Monday night. Yes. So what time does that go till? Till 9
2: p.m. Okay. Till 9 p.m. And, and so what's the rest of your week? Okay, uh, so Tuesdays, um, we have right now, Tuesdays are our seasonal night. And so right now we have an ice cream social Previously we were doing free crawfish boils, but um, with the ice cream social, it's uh, Mary Dixie, our uh, mixologist and sommelier is at the bar and she serves up some ice cream with rum caramel sauce and cherry bombs. So it's a nice little dessert or aperitif or, you know, if you want to just use all the calories on ice cream and a glass of wine, you can do that, too. So we do that all night on Tuesdays. Wednesdays is 10 wines by the glass for five dollars. What? Yeah. And these aren't these aren't bad. This isn't bad wine. This is Leora wine, no, 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 not which a is always five, good.
0: Not a total five dollar, five dollars each.
2: Yes, five <laughs> a glass of wine. For a wine. second, I thought
0: you were talking about fifty cent wines. I was oh, going to no, go, no, wow, no, that no, sounds no, impossible. No, no, okay,
2: no. no, so it's ten wines by the Still glass for five dollars. It's great. Um, and starting in September, we're going to do a food pop up on Wednesdays again. We were doing it uh, in the spring, and then they wanted to take a break for the summer. Thursdays is the farmer's market out in front of the American can from 3 to 7. Um, Then we also have a free tasting from 5 to 7 p.m. And a lot of times we have winemakers. I try to get at least winemakers into the store two times a month Um, So far I've been successful. August may be a little slim. Um, We had one last week uh, and I don't think we'll have another one again until September. But um, a lot of times we bring Napa, we bring Sonoma, we bring Oregon, we bring Austria, we bring France to you. And, and to New Orleans. And so you get to taste with these winemakers, and they tell you about the wines. Now, and these winemakers are already coming
0: through because they are coordinate with them. You're not flying them in just to this yeah, event. No, no, no. <laughs> no,
2: typically they're already in town, right. You know, making the rounds at all the various restaurants. Um, so we have them come in and we do a free tasting. Huh. And um, that's on Thursdays. And we also have a gourmet grilled cheese bar on Thursdays as well. And that's from Mary Dixie, our... Uh, sommelier and mixologist um and so it's it's a great you know it, it's a fun There's night it's a busy for night yeah. Yeah. In, your, yeah in the week absolutely so friday we have another free tasting from five to seven and then on friday nights we also have uh rolls and bowls the new vietnamese restaurant on metairie road um they come and do a pop-up with us and it's a lot of fun then we have live jazz at eight o'clock huh. So <clears throat> you can make a night out you have of the same it. Same band every week? have different. What are no, we have different people the w- all the uh, time. What are your hours when you do on the weekend? Oh, so on the weekend, um, well, Monday through Saturday we're open 12 p.m. to midnight, and that includes the store Monday through Saturday. Yes.
1: So we can go after this. Yes. yes. We can't get manicures, but we could go. And I'll have. We, I have to tell you. Yeah. I don't drink very often, but I did have a. Um, sure, you don't. I had a wonderful drink. A. Um, Aviator? Oh, yeah. Aviator. Yeah. At, and it was delicious. Swirl? It was like swirl. Pearl. Pearl. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We're going to swirl your head in the toilet. Yeah. I'm going to swirly for <laughs> <your> <laughs> 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 saying that. It was
0: on the calendar at one point. It swirl. That was the problem. I have no okay. idea. Okay. okay. Sorry.
2: So, um, so on Saturdays, we have yeah. Chef Rob. Who you guys might know from Nola Smokehouse? Oh. Yes, and he is uh, launching his mac and cheese bar on Saturday at Pearl. So cool. Yeah, so it's going to be a, a make your you know build your own. So you you start with the base of the mac and cheese, and then you add your toppings. Can
1: you bring kids in because you yes. serve food? Yes. Really? Yes. We
2: you can kids can be in the store, with kids. with their. Legal guardian. Okay, so
1: I could get him a. Well, what time does the mac and cheese bar start? It starts
2: at seven. Okay, and then the live music starts in the bar at eight. So it'll be live jazz at eight p.m. All right. right. Yeah.
1: Well, I could interrogate you on and on, but we it's we need to get to your
2: mystery. Yes. One. Yep. My mystery guest. Who have you brought with you tonight? I have brought Joel Duran. Joel Duran. The welcome, Joel.
3: Great, great to be here. Uh,
2: he is the owner of Sunbelt Business Brokers. Um, Say it again; I didn't hear you. Sunbelt Business Brokers. Okay. Uh, and he actually, um, his company. Uh, he was my broker when I bought Cork and Bottle, and his company had the uh, had the listing with Sun- with Sunbelt. So um, he also um, has been a very supportive life partner to me. Um, in yeah. my, my business endeavors, so um, I I wanted to uh, bring him on to show my appreciation and my gratitude to him. All right. very nice. Yeah, welcome. Now,
1: <coughs> wait. Explain to me what uh, the company is that you.
3: So Sunbelt. the name of Sunbelt. the name of my company is is Sunbelt Business Brokers of New Orleans, and we actually put buyers of businesses together with the sellers of businesses so um, if you think about what a real estate agent does for a house and the fact that they get a house listed and then find buyers for the house, we do the exact same thing just with active working businesses. And, and the, average, the average size of that business is going to be somewhere between zero and $25 million.
1: Interesting. And how long have you been uh, w- with that business in New Orleans?
3: Well, our office has been in the New Orleans area since 1983. Okay. Um, we are the oldest business brokerage currently in New Orleans. Um, we're also the largest by by employees. Um, you know, I will say this, that our brokerage is a part of a humongous network. You know, Sunbelt is the largest business brokerage franchise in the entire country with, with over 250 offices worldwide, everywhere from... You know, Canada to Russia, the uh, mm. our network here is is fantastic. Um, in addition to our office, when you come to see us about a business or when you list your business with us, we have brokers in in Mandeville office, home office, Baton Rouge, Lafayette. Um, the the biggest thing that we can do for somebody who you know maybe has has thought about selling their business is you know just give them. Uh, uh, no-cost no, no cost consultation and just talk to them and just kind of go over their options with them. You know, and if they do decide to come on with us, the, the thing that really separates us from any competition that we may have, either here locally or out of state, is that in addition to the brokers in our offices, they also have that network. Um, we advertise on more websites than anyone else in the area. Uh, additionally speaking, we're the only brokerage that I've ever even heard of that uses industry metrics to actually package your listing for sale. Um, that's typically reserved for, for M&A companies, but we do that at no, no extra charge. Um, and We really want to be a, a long-term partner with businesses in the New Orleans area. Um, you How know, long I've,
1: have you been with them?
3: I've personally been with them for going on three years. Okay. Um, I actually cut my teeth with, with my first business. You know, I wrote the business plan for it in college. In three years, I had the sales in, at 2.5 million a year, um, which was not an easy not an easy <laughs> thing, and it was certainly a, a great learning experience. But my passion for business is, is really what led me to this career. You know, um, it's it's been really really rewarding. I get to, to to see the insides of all these different companies and form relationships with all these great business owners in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and um, you know, be a part of something. So, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and how did y'all meet? And how long have y'all known each other and how did you meet?
2: Um, we've known each other since 2008. Uh, at the time, we were both dating other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we met through my sister um, who went to college. The, she and Joel went to college together. They were, um, they were good friends in college. So, But I started working with Joel on um, looking for a business over two years ago. Y'all and so were y'all seeing each other then? Yeah, I mean we, it was kind of, um, and then it you know it took a couple months for me to come around to dating him, but I finally gave in. <laughs> uh,
3: we we're, were both we were both playing hard to get, and <laughs> that can make things a little slower. <laughs> then,
2: <laughs> but yeah, so it it's it was over two years ago, but um, yeah, it's been it It was a long ride trying to find a a business, but um, a short ride to deciding that uh, I wanted to keep him around so
1: oh that's sweet, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really nice, so well we're not going to pull out any dirt. I we're could not, go there mm, no no <laughs> uh, well, I would like to um, after last
0: week we've got to keep it clean yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I heard about it last week. Now, y'all,
2: <laughs> you have brought some wine mm-hmm. tonight. Can you share with us what you brought? It's um, Domaine Jeunesse, uh, which is a very popular, well well known, we'll say, not popular, but we'll say well known, um, vineyard and and winemaker um, in France and the guy who imports this wine is one of my absolute favorites and I um, had the wonderful opportunity of meeting him um, in June and having dinner with him Eric Solomon um, he imports everything um, into the into the country that is just fantastic as far as um, you know quality and the vineyards and the winemakers that he selects a lot of times he will get in on the project and get in on the winemaking and um you know he's he's known for you know just really having a great portfolio and this is one of our more popular rosés one of our best-selling rosés right now um and i mean i think you can taste it it's outstanding it's great. It smells different mm-hmm. than it looks. Yes, yes.
1: It's uh, <clears throat> it's nice. Did I you mean, expect
2: it to be sweet?
1: Well, looking at it, I did expect it to be sweet, yes. and then I smelled it. Yes. And it smells kind of uh, yeasty, like beer or something. Yes, to me. yes. Mm. So, but it tastes. I, I, it's nice.
2: Yeah. It's, It tastes more like a a dry white. Dry, yeah. Yeah. So the common misconception about rosés is is that they're sweet or, you know, they they taste awkward. And that's just not the case. Um, We have a huge rosé selection in the store. And um, I think it's really catching on in the city. Uh, And it's one of those fun things that is it's refreshing it's great for the summer but it's also fun to talk about because people think it's going to be sweet because of white zen because of what white zen did to the market um and so it's not they're not sweet at all rosés are unless it says otherwise um they're all going to be dry so it's
1: very nice yeah now, wow. i don't I know, like know the language like the you know that's
2: okay it tastes very
1: grapey <laughs> or, you know I don't know, you know that's, that's okay Margo you don't, to, you don't have to know the lingo but how is that something too that develops with people's palate I mean like yeah you hear words mm-hmm. like people say things like I don't know
2: <coughs> chocolatey or yeah I, I don't yeah I mean I don't even know what right so tobacco, tobacco. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times and one of the things that you know, that you learn in wine school, or if you, um, go to school to become a sommelier is you learn kind of the words that help you describe. And so the best way to, to figure that out is again, through tasting and say, okay, well, what, what do you smell? What do you taste? Um, think outside the box. Don't think just about grape. Don't think just about, you know, alcohol, right? Um, he he'll tell me that all the time. I'll say, "What do you taste, alcohol? <laughs> what do you smell, alcohol?" Now, Joel, did
1: you um, <clears throat> know about wine, or was you're more business, or did you have an appreciation for wine? Well, before I can y'all I can understand how y-
3: how you would think that you know I was a, you know connoisseur, obviously with that kind of verbiage, but um, <laughs> no. I mean, if she can if she can teach someone like me about wine, then I think that's a testament to how passionate she how passionate she is about it and, you know, how she can transfer that passion and, and make it easy to understand because I'm an absolute novice and, you know, I have to and be, uh, I've always felt like I had to be beaten over the head with a, a <laughs> flavor or something to describe <laughs> it. But,
2: um, yeah, when we started dating, he told me that his favorite wine was yellow tail Merlot and I oh. about fell out of my chair. <laughs> oh, she's, she's, she's <laughs> he was trying out to scare you off.
0: That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> he was testing you to see. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, There's I about fell out, out of my chair. But yeah, it, it is that
0: anyone's favorite? Really? <laughs> uh,
2: apparently, it was at one time. Um, he still teases <laughs> me about it occasionally, and and will tell me, "Oh yeah, I I picked up some merlot or uh, some yellowtail merlot for you." So is it
1: okay if he gets drunk off wine? Is that a, a <laughs> yes. Aren't you supposed to spit when you uh, no, are you don't. Have, wine? No,
2: no. I mean, only if you want to. Honestly, <laughs> only if you want to. There is, there is no, there is nothing that says that you have to spit. Okay. Yeah. And how much
1: um, alcohol is in, like, let's say, a glass of this? Just as compared oh. to somebody having a drink.
2: So typically, wine, it depends on how it's made. This one in particular is 13.5, which is, is pretty standard. Standard? Honestly, okay. yeah. Um, anywhere from 12 to 15 um, is pretty standard. So, you know, it's. It's going to get you there a little faster than some other things, but mm-hmm. <laughs> not well, as fast as others.
0: Well, you probably—I I bet you a lot of your regulars live in the building too, right?
2: A lot of our regulars do. It'd be
0: great to be in a building where you could just go downstairs yes. and have a, have a bar like this. That's fantastic. Yes. But you also get people, I'm sure, that are, that are that are traveling to come get their manicure or whatever. You yeah. To come for the tasting. We get so, people from uh, all over. You know, I always wonder. I always ask bartenders this when I get to know them too. Like, you know, what do what you? What you have a policy about people? You know, drinking and driving, and like, oh, yeah, I mean, what do you do when you see some, yeah, I mean, wh- like, what's the rule of thumb? I mean, what do you tell your staff? Like, Absolutely. when somebody's like staggering out the door, yeah, we call them do? a cab, right. We Take
2: their keys away from them, and call them a cab. Okay. I mean, you know, they're, you know, everyone, um, if they're
0: belligerent like Margo and they won't <laughs> give you their keys, <laughs> then what do you, <laughs> what's next?
2: Um, uh, well, we do have people on hand to assist right. us with that, um, right. we do have security, but you know, when. You know, for any bar owner, I mean, that is something that you really have to be careful with because, I mean, you don't want things to ha- like that to happen. Do um, you have any
0: customers that just show up like three, four nights a week and just get plastered every time?
2: Honestly, no. no. I mean, we do have people who come in three or four nights. Because there's a
0: few bars I go to where I walk in and I see the same guy there every time I go. I go randomly, <laughs> yeah, and he's always drunk. Yeah, you know, what I think you know, he
3: must come here every night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is just not that kind of place. Right. Here, yeah. right. The, I mean, the it's American can is is primarily right. um, professionals, Young professionals, age right. 25 yeah. to, to 45, right. and so you're just not going to see people getting rip roaring drunk there. Yeah. You know? And
1: I sat at the bar and had a drink and. Uh, you even feel like I, I I loved my drink but it was very satisfying and I didn't feel like it, it's not the kind of atmosphere where you're like yeah let's do shots right. yeah like no even it was not at all it, it had um, gin in it but I was very happy with my one drink it, it, it felt like like eating right. you mm-hmm. know it had a lot of flavors and it was a good experience and I yeah. enjoyed myself and so I, I would imagine that people coming in drinking wine and craft beer and uh high-end mixologist drinks Mm -hmm. it's it's an experience and it's not exactly
2: um, exactly going to a bar yeah and i mean we do we do fresh squeezed fruits i mean everything is fresh um we don't even our ginger okay We, we we put ginger in some of our our specialty cocktails and we even put the ginger through um the juicer, so you know it is an experience. You're absolutely right, and that's exactly how what I wanted it to be. You know, well, we well. We that's
0: interesting. Is me in wine school you didn't learn about all the other mixology stuff, right? Or I did, did you? not. So how did you learn not. all this stuff?
2: I um I went um the, you know, wine master track. I didn't go sommelier right. So how did you track. learn this other stuff? So I hired very good people. Oh, good, good. Okay, <laughs> to help me, but I also um when I found cork and bottle and clever wine bar and i knew that i was going to buy it i started doing all the research and teaching myself everything that i could about cocktails and mixology so is that mostly
0: on books or is that like yeah. youtube or is that like talking to bartenders or like all the above all or? of the above right, okay i
2: have a couple of good friends who own bars in the city and you know they have been an incredible resource for me as well I um know. but you know And
1: do you I'm sorry no, do it's okay. you um
2: do you taste every drink I that is mixed yes, and sir I do, um, Mary Dixie. My You're a lot of fun, aren't you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Dixie, my uh, my mixologist and sommelier. She um, sh- she lets me taste every single drink and all the specialty cocktails that we have, like the right. Pearl and the Black right. Pearl. Right. I I did assist her, you know, with making those. Um, of course, one is a champagne cocktail because I mean okay. if I had to have a champagne cocktail n- named Pearl, um, That's great. but yeah I mean she's been a huge help I have really have to give her all the creative credit for oh. the specialty cocktails she's so amazing. so what what
0: what's the what's the wine bar in New Orleans that
3: most resembles yours it sounds like yours is kinda unique in a lot of ways what what, what would it be
2: most like
3: there's not really uh, I mean there's no other place in the city where you can go and have access to 600 bottles of wine right you know I mean there's there's not a bar that you can just sit down right. order a craft cocktail or you know, ask someone, a, a professional, for a recommendation and then choose from that kind of wine cellar and then just open it right then and there and drink it for a small corkage fee.
0: Right, right.
2: Um, I
1: hate to bring this down. Yeah. Oh, but we, gonna, oh, we, we was, have to get to I was
3: going to try to make him
0: give an answer, though.
2: Give it... Okay. Yeah, I was, ask, I was thinking. You had something I was on thinking. the tip of your tongue. Um,
0: I know there's nothing like you, but if, it's what It's really a
2: combination, honestly. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you could take... If you could take wino and mix oh. it with That's cure. downtown cure, yeah,
0: interesting. Okay, or like Bolney Tavern, I was thinking. Or yeah, like that, maybe
2: because know. wino yeah. is the only other you know place where you know it's open late. You can pour yourself a glass, right? Right. Um, and they have all those selections, but um, so we have all that. But we have over six hundred. You can taste anything in the store. That's, That's great. the. That's the incredible thing is okay. that you have over 600 wines okay, that you can taste. Okay, but your most
0: expensive bottle of wine, if somebody comes in and goes, I want to taste it first or whatever. Absolutely. I mean, do people do that? Absolutely. It's crazy because yes. once you open it. Yeah. Right? Okay.
2: Well, and but you know what? The beauty of yeah. my space is that once you open it, I can right. sell it by the glass at the bar. Right. Okay. Cool. Or I'll drink it myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right we'll she's got the book of questions.
1: by yourself. Please pick a number between one and one hundred and twenty.
0: Uh, you change the number every time.
1: I can't remember what the <laughs> last two <It's> hundred seventeen.
0: <laughs> what is it, Grant? Two hundred seventeen.
2: Um, how about one nineteen? Okay. I
0: don't think anyone's ever picked. The I same feel like twice. if
2: I change the number
1: too, that they won't ask the same numbers. We've That's had a good few. Point, yeah. Okay, if the. If this country were to suffer an unprovoked nuclear attack and would be totally obliterated in a matter of minutes, This is
0: a Reagan-era book. Would you, would yeah. you
1: favor unleashing the U.S. nuclear arsenal upon the attackers? Well,
2: how would we do that if question. we were obliterated yeah. already? Wait, hold, let me see that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I usually say in bed if it's a lame
2: question, but I don't know how you would do that.
0: No, no, no. I think it means how, like the missiles are coming, the radar shows it, your president for some reason... Yeah.
2: Well, don't isn't that what the missile defense shield is for? So you can intercept in them in the air. Didn't in when, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> when this book was written. <laughs> Sorry, so
2: would you let I, them have it. I have a political we we science background. I have too much knowledge.
1: <laughs> no, that's great. We need smart people on this show. To
2: yeah. know. No, they I just our place. Of, uh, I me, yeah. I would say release the missile defense shield. Yeah, intercept it.
3: Very okay. PC. Very PC.
2: Well, I'm just you know i'm thinking and then th- logically. and then have a glass of wine Absolutely. open your best of wine have some wine <laughs> and
3: talk about it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's, sol- let's solve this problem that nearly annihilated our planet i can
2: tell you though if somebody told me that the world was about to end I would go down and open a nice bottle of wine.
0: <laughs> That's a good question. That should be the book of questions. Yeah, yeah I think it probably is one. <laughs> How much did so the were wine? You were cost? in higher ed before the mm-hmm. wine thing, right? Yes. So Was it political science specifically, or was it other no, stuff?
2: No, it was all disciplines. Yeah. Um, my f- my first uh, so one year for a year before I got into higher ed, I was in children's publishing with Scholastic, um, and then uh, I got into science, math, economics. And then after that, I was in nursing, and then finally in um, business and computing. So wow, <coughs> you married
1: up, or I mean, you're
2: dating <laughs> up, or
1: whatever.
3: Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that's tough. Seeing you don't even know my background.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> just, I'm
2: just assuming teasing. by looking at you. That's rough. <laughs> He's Crazy. actually got a We're
0: PhD from Harvard. <laughs> you just didn't, you know, yeah. you don't know. It.
2: The Harvard of Lakeview.
1: <laughs> 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 you have life experience that is mm. as valuable as higher education right? yes yes And uh, w- so what is your background besides starting a business in uh,
3: um well you know my business is really my background business sales um you know I graduated from UNO um I really discovered my love for business in the fraternity that I was in there and you know those guys really were great mentors and you know all of our alumni were, were businessmen in the city and you know I just remember going to these lunches with them, you know, as a, as a young guy and, you know, VPs downtown at these big companies. And, you know, they're talking about things that they want to do outside of their, their normal employment. And, um, that really struck a chord in me, you know, and it it really resonated. My parents were both business owners and what they do. Well, just, uh, I, I should, I take that back. Not my parents. I want to say that my family, I come from business owners. You know, my grandfather owned a print shop when I was very, very little. You know, some of my fondest memories are, you know, playing in these pa- massive paper bins as a very small child and, you know, going with him to his his job and, you know, his shop and, you know, just kind of seeing what he did and, you know, he... uh when he passed away, you know, he left my, my grandmother in a very good position. And that kind of, that struck a chord with me as well. You know, if you really want to get ahead in this world, you know, business ownership is really the only true security, you know. Um, sales jobs that I've had in the past, I remember having conversations with the owners when I quit to uh, just about how, you know, at any given time, you know, there's there's no, there's nothing that you can do as an employee to truly secure your job. If you're, if your boss decides you have to go or the owner of that company decides you have to go, um, then you have to go. And about 80% of our clientele is, you know, professionals who've been downsized, outsourced, mm-hmm. or what have you. And they're now looking they're going to business for themselves, secure yeah. their financial freedom with the business.
1: Did that inspire you with Leora to, um, when, when I know obviously you said y'all knew, knew, met each other before, but when you were working with her, did that give you admiration for what she was deciding to do and well spark i have to tell
3: you i mean i deal with understand i mean during any during the course of any year i've probably met and had conversations with at least 300 business owners um, it is just something i do on a daily basis it's just a part of my job and you know overseeing a brokerage i interact with more business owners than anyone else in the office simply because i'm overseeing you know a multitude of deals at any given time and um, you know, Leora really is amazing as a business owner. Um, she's turned this, this business around in a very short time and created a lot of buzz and done, done a lot of positive things. I mean, um, you know, it's, it really is inspirational. And I think that, you know, we met at my friend Ricky's restaurant at Rolls and Bowls and, and, uh, in Old Metairie. And, you know, that's, being a part of those, these types of businesses, Rolls and Bowls, you know, Pearl Wine Company, uh, Tupes Meadery, they bought that space from from us. Oh, wow. oh um, yeah. wonderful! You know, I work we with Mark Florio, yeah, yeah. and Nona Mia, oh, yeah. and um, you know, being able to interact with these people is really inspirational. It just reminds me of why I got into business in the first place. Right. You know, these people are out there and they're, you know, they're doing it every single day and they're just they're just enjoying it and they're they're passionate about what they do and you know it, it's amazing. So Great. I feel very lucky. We
1: ask Joel his question. Yes, what's hmm. your number?
3: Oh. Uh, um, Hundred eleven.
1: Hundred eleven. Okay. <sighs> we had this question before.
0: Oh yeah, ask another one. Yeah, pick another
1: <laughs> number. <laughs> <laughs> and, unless see. that's like we'll the absolute to, uh, best number. A but nice, a nice round ahead. number. One fifty. One fifty. All right. <clears throat> oh, we we're setting a precedent though. That, but we didn't let him know what the question yeah, is. Yeah, no, no, so. no, no, that's okay. <laughs> you ask it. All right, you want me to? Yeah.
0: Would you be willing to give up all television for the next 5 years See, this before the internet like television was everything <laughs> to everyone for the next 5 years if it would induce someone to provide for
3: 1000 starving children in Indonesia? I feel like that's an easy call to make because other than Game of Thrones, I really don't watch, don't watch any very TV? much television.
0: <laughs> so. I know. I threw a freak I mean, out session and started screaming at my TV freak weekend. Yeah. I
3: do it for 10 kids. All right. right for 10 kids. 10
0: kids. Internet you hear that be, listeners? Anybody a choice. Anybody will sponsor this. You can have his TV for five years. <laughs> he will give it to you if you will pay for 10 starving children in Indonesia. So, Leora. Yes. You've been open since March? Yes. That's amazing. Okay. So it's yes. just been a few months. It's and just been a few months. So it's probably early to ask this, but you know, why yeah. not? You got dreams already. Wh- what's Absolutely. next? I mean, yeah. uh, do you, do you want to open other ones? Do you want to expand do. the offerings? I mean, it I sounds do. like you're already doing a lot. Yes. Just I want to site.
2: expand the offerings. Um, a couple, there's a couple of things that I want to do. Um, first, I want to keep growing what we have. You know, we already do private parties um, on site. I want to start doing more private parties off site. Um, we do deliver already. We do free delivery. What? Yes. Free delivery. Yes, free delivery. There's,
0: there's a minimum on the order, right? No. There has to be. Really? No
2: minimum. If I
0: want to call you wow. up and ask for a $12 bottle of wine, you will drive it to my I house will. in Uptown. Yes. And that's crazy. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah.
2: So we do free delivery. Um, we can custom order anything you want and deliver it to your door. Um, so I want to expand that because, you know, there's there's other people doing delivery, but there's a minimum and there's a delivery charge. And, you know, I just I just think that, you know, there's more to, um, you know, the, the service of wine than, you know, making people pay a delivery charge and doing a minimum and all that. So, you know, my hope is that I can expand in that way Um I have Joel scouting out places all the time for me. You've uh, got a lot
0: of space for, for already. Yes. I mean four thousand square feet is a lot for it where is. you are. That's a lot bigger than most wine Wait, stores. it is.
2: Things. Scouting uh, out space
0: for a second th- site?
2: Absolutely. Okay, so yes. it wouldn't
0: be moving to expand. No. expander, it would be to start a second one. Yes. All right.
2: I am I am locked in. This needs to at be magazine American street, can. somewhere I
0: can walk home from. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like this. And you know, I I wanna, you know, kind of take the things that are successful in my first location obviously and and grow that into the second location and um you know maybe expand out of state as well we'll see what the future holds but in the meantime um i'm going to focus on new orleans and i'm going to focus on keeping it here cuz you know it's been my dream it's been my vision for so many years now and for it to finally come through. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pinching myself every day because it really doesn't feel like work. I really, really love what I do.
0: So four years ago, you finished wine school. Yes. And you're, you're doing this already. Yes. You've been doing this for a little bit now. That's amazing. Yes. You got to be very excited about that. I you am. You couldn't want it to go any faster than it has.
2: No, um, you know, I was chomping at the bit a good while there in the beginning, but I'm really, I'm so grateful that I was patient. Um, because I absolutely love the space. I moved into the American Can, live upstairs. You oh, you know, live
0: above it too? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's also Mo- got to be a challenge though, too. Probably right, because every time someone goes wrong, they know where to find you. And
2: yeah, yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's hard <laughs> to, you know, get me out of there, um, because right. I'm trying to work too much. But um, right. but I absolutely. And were you living there the before space? you mm-hmm. moved in? Oh, no. okay. Okay. So you moved no. in after. I moved in, um, about a. M- What's now it's all rental happen. or is that is that all rental okay, okay yeah yeah it's all apartments right now we
1: don't have much time i want to yeah. ask you, you a question
2: please the name of your business what inspired that we oh, did not talk the the same thing, yes yeah. so um my name is leora pearl uh that's my middle name i'm ma- named after my great grandmother and she she was an incredible woman who Grew up in small town Ohio and worked her way up to the big city of New York and had a hat shop in Manhattan called Pearl Pearl's Hat Shop.
1: <laughs> and, and what
2: time period was this? Your great grandmother that had to be 1920s and 30s. Wow. Cool. Um, so she had um, clients like Hedda Hopper and um, um, who's the other one? I, think I can't think of right now. Um, I can't think of the other name, but anyway, she, celebrity clients, um, people from the White House. We have I have letters from the White House, you know, thanking her for, you know, her help and you know her service and customer service within the hat shop. And um, so she was a, a a very beautiful and wonderful woman, and to own a hat, I mean, to own a business in that time period was an incredible to be thing a, and to be a woman yeah, yes you know, a exactly exactly Amazing. i mean you know she had just obtained the right to vote you know and <laughs> much less own property you know so or own a business so um it's a tribute to her it's a tribute wow. to her and i have a picture of her um in her retirement on the queen mary um in, in the store. Oh, so cool. I was going to ask yeah. if you had anything
0: on display in the store. That's cool.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, you'll see that my style is kind of a, you know, throwback to vintage and uh, she's my inspiration. No ah, doubt. And I, I wear her pearls every day. I was saying day. you have
0: pearls. Yeah. I yeah. pearl earrings. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So
2: Beautiful.
0: Well, it sounds like we're out of time unfortunately. This has been wonderful. Thanks for coming. We Thank are you. at the conclusion of our evening, but we appreciate you coming. This was wonderful. Thanks for being here. Um, our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One was Leora Madden of Pearl Wine. And you can find out more about Pearl Wine at pearlwineco.com. 504-483-6314 is the phone number. It's at 3700 Orleans Avenue. You can find out more about that on our website. You can also find out more from uh, Joel Duran about Sun Sunbelt and I can't read that because the font's too small. Read that
3: read that for me, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> on my glasses. Our, our web address is uh, www.sunbeltnola.com, and uh, you can find out about our consulting services at businessperformancereview.com.
0: Okay, and we'll post that on our website as well. Our show is recorded live at Ted's Frost Top on Claiborne Avenue, Calhoun, in Uptown New Orleans. Ted is open seven days a week serving first-class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer in a frosty mug. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris. Chris Keo is our technical director. The fabulous quality, audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by Presonus Audio Electronics makers of all kinds of wonderful products. You can visit presonus.com for more information. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website. That's at itsneworleans.com. That's itsneworleans.com. From there, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can sign up for our mailing list, uh, get T-shirts, pens, pocket protectors, all kinds of swag. Not really, but while you're at itsneworleans.com, you can listen to our other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One as well as other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, uh, true to the Game, Nola, Out to Lunch. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, thank you for subscribing and maybe you could take a minute to rate us and review us. That helps other people find us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. So we made it here again at Ted's Frost Top. I'm Ray Kanata.
1: And I'm Margo Moss.
0: Good night.
3: No Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty mix for twelve dollars, and keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman two-cycle seventeen-inch gas string trimmer now twenty dollars off at just one hundred nineteen dollars. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through eight twenty-eight. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii. U.S. only.